Wait, we can do that on the mic though. I don't want to, let's be prepared. What for what though? It's, a, it's our show, you know, professionalism. We can't have be, we have to be our best Beyonce. We can't be doing Tiffany Evans. Leave Tiffany Evans out of this. <laughs> Let her do her thing, bro. <laughs> Welcome to the very first episode of Don't Alert the Stands. My name is Eads. Today we've got in the building. My name's Nick. I'm Chopper. Brilliant. And let me just introduce you guys to what this show is going to be about. So Don't Alert the Stands is a music and pop culture podcast with a marked focus on stand culture. Um, so just to introduce all of us and what we do, I'm not in the music industry, but obviously I'm interested in music. I talk about it all the time with these two who happen to be in the music industry or at least contributing to music somehow. So we've got... So I'm Nick, as I said before, um, I blog and write for Lost Culture and Discover New. And also I've been on platforms such as The Grapevine and Candid Conversations discussing music and media and wider topics as well. Okay, once again, I'm I'm Chopper. So um, I work at a music PR company doing press and publicity for a variety of artists. And I'm also a freelance writer and I've written for Wonderland, True Africa, Pigeons and Planes, and also done some of my own personal writings on my Medium account. And yeah, I mainly write about music, pop culture, and usually how it intersects with race and identity. Kill it. Brilliant. So Shopee is going to take away the first section, um, just to say what we're talking about, Shopee. Go ahead, man. So I thought it would just be good for us to all discuss what we've been listening to this week. So... First things first, I've been listening to August Green's self-titled debut album. And if you don't know who they are, it's basically a super group made of Robert Glasper, Common, Korean Brigands, who all individually are just beasts on their own, incredible artists on their own. Mm. They came together. It's a nice, really, really smooth, conscious hip-hop album. Really good stuff on there. Really enjoyed it. Um, what else have I been listening to? Um... I've been listening to Ray Lene pretty much all year since she dropped Crush. And um, I only just rediscovered that she was on No Name's Last No Name's Last Project. Oh, she was dope on there. So I decided this week I was going to go back into her catalogue. And I checked it out for the first time. One of her early EPs called Moon Shoes, which was really mm-hmm. good. There's a song in there called Free Room, which is a dope, dope song. Then I've also been listening to this UK R&B artist called Zylo. She's been dropping songs for about year or so now like keep up with me and please don't waste my time she dropped how do you spell that z-i-l-o cool she dropped her project last week it's called the nature of the beast and it's a really 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 solid first outing like Mm. i really recommend it to you guys elsewhere masego incredible can we call him a singer call him a singer we call him a multifaceted artist because saxophone playing singer musician The musicianship, the artistry is incredible. Lady Lady, mm-hmm. I'm going to just go on a limb here now. It is a strong contender for best album of the year. I was really... I tweeted that. 100%. I was really impressed 
really Eden is annoyed because he thinks Travis got Astro World. Yep. Which is also a contender, but Masego really It's great. It's good. not a contender, it is the one. Okay, but Masego really The year not finished yet, so we got more albums to hear. And then um I'm gonna wrap mine up quickly. Um one of my favourite singers from the nineties, Tamia. She dropped an album yesterday called Passion Like Fire. I've only given it two listens, but I loved the singles. Um, Leave It Smoking today, I do. It's a really, really good for all the old school R&B fans. When you just hear, you know, great singable songs, great vocals, Tamiya came through. And I want to use this time to just say, you guys need to go check out her back catalog. Tamiya has one of the most underrated back catalogs. Like check out the Moore album, check out Between Friends. <clears throat> and lastly, <laughs> Before I go, I've randomly been listening to Vanessa Williams recently. I know you, most of you may know her from Ugly Betty, Desperate Housewives, but <laughs> back in the day, she was out here doing music. I'm not yeah. going to lie, I don't know who that is. <sighs> Wilhelmina, Wilhelmina from um, Ugly Betty. I haven't you know, watched that. Oh, okay. okay. Well, do your research, Eden. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> yeah, she had. She was, oh, wow. she was quite popular in the late 80s, early 90s, had a string of hits, and... Yeah, I don't know why, but it's brand new listen to her. So, like, she has an album called The Sweetest Days, which is a really, really good underrated project from her. It had nice, quiet storm elements, nice jazz elements, nice shoddy-ish elements. And there's a song on there called Elemental, which is a tribute to Ella Fitzgerald. So I think you guys should check that out also. And that is me done for this week. Cool. Nick? Nick? So, I'm um, going to kick off with a similar topic. Masego, perfect album, Lady Lady, from first listens. I've listened to it about three times now since it dropped on Friday. Um, I think it's a step up from his Loose Thoughts project, released in 2016. And I think that he really homed in on his sound. And I feel like he's definitely one of the artists that are pushing the envelope, like in the Gold Links, Kate Trinada's pushing that new wave selection. All of them kind of Steve sounds. Lacey. 100% as well, Steve Lacey, pushing forward with that new kind of wave, new sound, pushing on other elements that we've heard in the past, jazz, you know, saxophone soundscapes, live instrumentals. And I think that worked so well for him on this album. Um, I think from first listen, I was waiting for a bad song because that's what I always do. I'm quite a pessimist. So I'm waiting for the song that's like, okay, this is a filler. This is that, this is that. But it just, the way the flow went from song to song was 100% proof that he took his time with this project. He definitely managed to leverage what he was trying to do with this project and convey. He had great features, the likes of Tiffany Gooch, Sir. Um, Isn't it Gucci? Gucci, sorry, my bad. And um, Blame the Net as well. I think they all contributed greatly. They were one of the standouts on the project from first listen. And I think, I can't even decide what my favourite songs are because- Mine is prone. Prone is probably my favourite song. That's great. I love that song. It is a good song, I think. But I think for me as a project, it just syncs so well into each other. Like the records that I just can't decide at this point what one is my favourite. Elsewhere, I've been listening to Estelle, you know, great UK talent. Great UK talent. Can Definitely. Like a round of applause to Estelle. Round Let's of applause to Estelle. I think she's been slept on for years. I think had... Won't go that far. No, slept on for years in terms of like the UK don't appreciate people until they go international. That's what I mean. Uh, so before, I wouldn't even say that. We still don't appreciate her. Yeah, we still don't, still don't appreciate, appreciate her. her. She still doesn't really get her coming home parties when she no, comes home. All. Love, all of that. Estelle has done massive amounts of success abroad. And I think she's worked Buster Rhymes, Kanye West, just to say the John few. Legend. John Legend, you know. She's had Martha a string Bruce's. of a string of features, a string of hits, a string of international success. And yeah, she's been a bit quiet the last couple of years, but she's had releases if you go out there and look for them. The and last two albums weren't that great, but 
That's to you, opinion. to you, but we could still promote them. You know, people can go and listen, see what they think. But lovers rock. I think in this era where people are trying to do Afro swing, Afro beats, dance hall, really trying to jump in, it's hard to really blur the lines between where an artist is authentic. You know, Tiger trying to make these sounds, they're not sounding as authentic as you would think. They are hits, love him to bits. They're like he's bangers, great. Man. They're bangers, in but the they are in the club. Exactly, context is key. You know, we have the likes of Drake doing the same thing. Rihanna, obviously, um, they're commercializing, commercializing it. But I think with Estelle, she really did her homework and yeah. she really went back, sat there, got inspiration. I really want to hear some interviews from her because I really want to know what inspired this and what... I know she got a piece on DJ Booth, but it doesn't really, really go into... Piece. It was good. It was an editorial. I think it goes into her parents. It was based on her parents' love story and all of that. But I think going forward, she needs to just delve into how she got inspired by that because more artists need to take that inspiration yeah. when making music. Beyond that, A2, great project, five tracks, Octavian's mm, on mm. there, Suspect, killed it. Um, yeah, I think A2's another standout release of the week. And I think he's making hip hop really diversified in the UK and really bringing an alternative sound. And I think him and Octavian could go international. I did tweet about this as well. Um, but yeah, those are the three standout new projects. And then I've been listening to Miguel's latest album um, as well. Really great good album. album. Great, and I think he album. slept on as well, you know. I think he kind of came back a bit of this album, I think. He came back a bit, but it's still not secured his prominent position secured by but, things like Adorn and Kaleidoscope But Dreams. I think he's set up a great foundation for the next album. This album, def this album definitely put him back in the conversation of preeminent, prominent male R&B artists. I still think the album didn't get praised though. It didn't get no, the praise. Wait, we're going deserves. off on a tangent. So we just... But yeah, that's what I've been listening to. We'll get into underrated R&B singers another time or a bit later. Okay. Let's go to Eden. I can't wait either. Neither can I. I got because I got things to say. Yeah, but yeah. Shafi has some things to say. I, I have, have a lot of things, things to say. Yeah, yeah we we're all we're all smiling right now because we're waiting. But we um, know exactly the topic that's gonna come. We know up, what's so. happening. We we um, know we know the guy that's gonna get it. Anyway, <laughs> time to eat. Time to go to Eden. All right, cool. Um, yeah, so right now I've been in a bit of a weird mood when it comes to music. I've been listening to kind of a mixture between um, UK rap, grime, and um, a bit of like American electronic pop and stuff like that. Cool. So I've been listening to, let's start with US. Actually, let's start with UK, just because we respect it more. Respect the UK. So Kojo Fun's Stalling, obviously. Yeah. Um, he performed it on the Rated Awards. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, I saw the performance. I know the song, but I love the song. Mm. Um, I think he has a real ear for melody. And um, mm. his choruses are really well thought out as well. I was, I was, um, I think I was drunk at like <laughs> 11 p.m. And I was walking home and I just decided to listen to it. And the vibe was, yeah, the vibe was there. But um, so that's that's Kojo Funds. I've also got Ambush Buzzworld, who also performed on um, the Rated Awards with Chip and mm. Skepta. Mm. Um, that song bangs. Like if that goes off in the club, I'm going nuts. That's a, that song's <laughs> a banger. Nuts. It is a banger. That's a banger. It is a banger. a banger. Man said your girlfriend looks like creme brulee. It's which tight. Which is no key disrespect. It's tight. Creme brulee is trash, but it's um, tight. Yeah, so that's that. And then let's move on to the US. So at the moment, I'm listening to 1.5 by Amine. Um, I've been listening to that for a few weeks now. He talks about a range of subjects from mental health, um, 
I think he talks about struggling with depression. There might be some hints of bipolar disorder and stuff like that that he talks about. Mm. He also talks about his relationship with Kehlani, um, like just for a second. And then there's also like some comments about like so having wait, a sugar daddy. Pardon? So wait, they went out. I didn't know they went out. Yeah, there was like a moment. There's mm. a picture on Instagram as well um, of them in like France or something like that. Recently or? Yeah, uh, no, a while ago. A while ago. A while ago, yeah. Mm, um, they had to keep it a secret or something. I can't remember what he said, but he said like something about Miss... Her last name is Parrish, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, so something about Miss Parrish. I can't remember the lyric. Raw. Um, so that's that. And then also I'm listening to... I'm not a big fan of Troy Sivan. I don't even know how I found out about him. But I decided to give him a go. And there's a song called um, Plum, which is a banger. Like, it's not my usual type of song. Yeah. It's really poppy, but like, it's a banger. Mm. Um, and the lyrics are really quite good as well. He's actually a good songwriter. And lastly, I just want to say I'm listening to the 1975 as well. Kill him. Kill so him. they listen, sorry, they've released a song called To Me, To Me, To Me, I think. Yeah. And it's just, it's, you can tell they just, try to go a different creative route with it. It has more of a rhythm to it. Mm. Like it's a song that can, you can listen to it in the R&B section. Well, not the R&B section, but it's got that type of feel where you can play at any club. It can and play, people, it can cross over. Yeah, right? people appreciate it. It's not like a standard pop song. Yeah. And I feel like it wasn't made for the masses. It was for like the people who actually enjoy music. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's the music me. purists. Yeah. Oh, I've been listening. Sorry, I'm not going to talk about them, but I was listening to Estelle. We're going to talk about it later. Um, and I was also listening to MNEK's um, new release as well. Which Rep I- the UK, man. Okay, one do. more. Just one more. Sorry. Go on, man. Mahalia. You love have, this girl. I have to just talk oh about Mahalia. on this Mahalia. Every week, Mahalia. I have to talk about Mahalia. So, in terms of Mahalia, No Pressure is my tune. Okay. Sober is Bang my up. tune fantastic song it is a good song incredible song I wish it no reply I wish I miss my ex I wish I miss my ex that's what it's called yeah <laughs> I don't I can't remember no reply um, but yeah Mahalia her entire Diary of Me EP bang just everything bangs from her She's so far dope. like she bangs and that's that's all I'm gonna say so it's been an interesting week, hasn't it? It's been an interesting week. A so um, a lot has happened. A lot of shit has happened. Was out late last night. Was just about to go to bed. And um, wow, I was awoken to an image of the Cardi ghetto. B. The ghetto. Lump on her head. <laughs> Lips <laughs> in an interesting position. Can we talk about the bruise for a second? Yeah, we can. Jump in, Eden. Jump in. That bruise doesn't that make sense. That cocoa was mad. No, but where is head. the bruise sitting? The bruise looks I, like I, silicone. It's falling off her head, bro. I don't know <laughs> if her makeup team said, let's just spin this into something else. But yeah, Cardi B walking out. Pop I beat her up. <laughs> what? Thought Pop I did a take. <laughs> Mate, can we just... Okay. <laughs> so obviously you know the devil horns from Hellboy That's oh what my like. god you know and Cardi was doing well you know killing fashion week doing all of that Not and then we the see bullshit. we see Friday night New York fashion week party Nicki Minaj obviously she's there in the function Cardi B decides to address her about some tweets um, some tweets that she favorited about um, her child uh, about her um, teaming up with a quote-unquote molester or something or some uh, a problematic artist in the industry, um, and while she has while she has a child and all this kind of stuff, and 
the irony of we don't know hold on we don't know if this is fabricated because we don't know if the tweets were edited or stuff because stan culture we all know people love to make up shit but um problem is we got we got the footage so <laughs> tmz <laughs> shout out to tmz because they are weirdos well, and the way they get the videos are weird i don't know how much money they got in their pack bed pack to like spend and stuff but Cardi B just shoeless, dashing shoes, Cinderella out here, <laughs> dashing shoes at Nicki Minaj, trying to get through security. This Ra Ali chick. Who I is had it, no idea. We, we don't know who Ra Ali is. I don't know that. You know? I thought we were talking about Ra Digger. I had to do a Google search. I had to do a Wikipedia. I had to find what while go on with her. But apparently she was friends with Remy Ma. Now she's Nicki's team or whatever, friends with Nicki. Um, but she was getting involved. Obviously tried to break it apart. Security doing their thing. Cardi gets escorted out. Nicki's doing her whole... I'm standing right here in front of like eight security guards. As always, uh, Nicki Minaj is shook. She throws stones and hides her hand. Typical, typical, typical Nikki behavior. <laughs> so we see, we see Cardi, you know, doing her thing, you know. Trout. You know, once you have beef with me, you'll have beef with me forever. You know, her classic line. And then she, she, she walked out, you know, and then that was it. So there's conflating stories. There's multiple accounts. We don't know the full details. It's only Saturday. It happened like hours ago, literally in the States, hours ago. What do we think about this, guys? Nicki Minaj, Cardi, what team we on? Dissect it. Well, I'm just about to say... I wish I was there to catch Cardi's shoes. Because I feel like... You could have sold that on eBay, that's bro. That's what I'm saying. I feel like those cost bands. That on eBay. Like, legit. That's your like house. Like, exactly. That is your house set up. That's She's my mortgage right now. just there, man. Mortgage, two mortgages, maybe three, if you but, want to. Yeah, before people jump in our mentions, I'm not here condoning violence whatsoever. Um, it is very funny. I will say that. Um, I saw it this morning when I was... It happened yesterday, right? It happened last mm -hmm. night. Yeah, I saw it on the tube this morning. And um, <laughs> I couldn't see Nicki Minaj anywhere. I only saw... She's there. She's there. There's a longer clip. You can hear She's her, there. Though. She's there. But I can see Cardi like I mean, we could through. play part of the clip if you want to. Like, we could do that if I you mean, want to. Do you want to play some of the clip? Do you have, like, copyright issues or something like that? I don't. This is, this is TMZ no, no, no. material, just um, to shout out. Nah. Face it towards the microphone. She's behind all the security guys. <laughs> She's like, I'm standing right here. All right, that's enough because we can't even hear what people are saying. But I want clearer clips. My question to these celebrities in these functions. Where are the cameras? You're so messy. I mean, listen, you all got better phones than we have. You've got your iPhones, your latest iPhones, i.e. Latest Galaxies, whatever phone you use. Why didn't someone get the HD? I need to know what happened before. I need to know what happened in the middle. And I need to know what Nikki said after, because we all know she's trying to do damage control after this. I just want to see everyone on site now. I want to see people on Bring site. Bring that same energy. No, I want to see all celebrities on site, their ops. I want to see listen. Chris Brown and Drake... They followed site. each other on IG, you know, last night. There's, um, Shade I don't want to hear a Chris Brown in Drake's. I don't. I really I don't. don't. I don't I really see how don't. that would work. I would have maybe six years ago. Six years ago. Not now. You know. Oh, wait. He did jump on um, Deuces, but that was actually quite good, to be honest. I've never heard that. I don't need to. Uh, Drake's verse was actually quite good. <laughs> okay. Um, Shoppe, thoughts, Nikki, Cardi. Well, he didn't really share his thoughts. On the, I, I just said I don't... Oh, okay. Yeah, so you don't condone I violence. I don't condone the violence, mm -hmm. but at the same time, I feel like this was coming for a long time. Obviously, yeah, this was bound to happen. 
The stands won't like to hear this, so the barbs are probably going to come for me with their colourful hair extensions. But we'll shout out Twitter's later, guys. We'll shout yeah. out <laughs> they might they might be in bed. You know, they're in school. <laughs> Whoa! So <laughs> Shopee wants smoke. That was Shopee that said that, by the way. Shopee wants smoke. Anyway, go on, go on. So obviously, my issue with Nicki Minaj and. I understand why she does this as well. Mm-hmm. She likes to keep the corner. She likes to have a monopoly yeah. on the on the, um, the female, female rap. rap. Yeah, yeah. It, she likes to have complete control. Obviously, Cardi tweeted about how um, there's been a few times that Nicki Minaj has kind of blacklisted her. She's um, stopped her from collabing with certain artists. Like, if you collab with Cardi B, then I won't ever collab with F you again, etc., yeah. etc. Et yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's childish. But it's entertaining, I can't lie. <laughs> I feel like they have a history, obviously. Um, but that history stems from Nicki Minaj wanting to be the centre of attention. She wants to be the only rapper, well, <laughs> female rapper at the top. And I feel like it's just karma for what happened with um, Little Kim um, and the way that Nicki Minaj kind of refused to pay homage. You may say that she said a few things. I can't remember what she said about her. She did say some nice things once, but l- do you know what? I feel like this is all fueled by labels because if you think I was literally going to bring it in because what I want to say is to Nikki's defense I will play devil's advocate Cardi's only here because of Atlantic Records Atlantic Records are only here because they want to see the downfall of Nikki they do there's an agenda there are receipts Lady Leisha even um, said yeah, years ago that's what I was going to say a label why, approached her and stuff like that so Atlantic Records why did they no I'm just saying labels in general but Atlantic were the people that gave um, a deal to Lady Leisha as well so it's consistency so Cardi got signed Bad Baby all this kind of stuff I do think there's an agenda specifically um, a, a Nikki kind of thing but Nikki definitely brings that same energy and has from the start of the game the way little kim got done was dirty because she was meant to sign to cash money if you guys didn't know and oh, then I didn't she know that. yeah they were meant to do a big thing when kim got out of jail do a collab record they heard the record they didn't like that kim was overshadowing on it and kind of scrapped the whole thing what, what record was this forgot what it's called but it got released really sh- like temporarily then removed from the internet oh. and all kind of things like that because nikki didn't want it to see the light of day and birdman didn't want him to outshine the king that happened that to stuff. quite a few artists to be honest because that also happened to um lloyd because lloyd really i think lloyd what, he was signed to young i think he was yes, supposed to be for signed a minute to money yeah he, he was, was the one who was originally wait no not no, amari amari oh amari yeah, okay cool, cool, cool he was cool. originally actually i think he did sign. it was called baby yeah. canna or something right baby or, no what was it called you know bedrock yeah. The original Bedrock was sung by someone else. Yeah, Mario. Yeah, Mario. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I remember this. What was the name? Do you remember? I didn't know that. I just thought it was the same song, but they just replaced no, it. No, no, they changed the name. The chorus is completely That's different. Rude. That is rude. Yeah. That is very rude. But anyway, we're Even taking Shopee's talking rude. time. So, Shopee, yeah. what do you think about Nikki the Cardi, um, Cardi and I'm Nikki? I'm just going to start off by saying... I'm tired already. Why? I just can't wait. Go on. I'm I'm glad this happened. My the only thing I'm upset about is that Cardi didn't get a good shot in because Nikki has has been asking for it for months. I'm gonna say it here, and I don't care. I really want Nikki to get a good rushing from someone. I don't condone violence, boy, but Nikki's behavior. Wait, you can't say that sentence and then I don't condone violence. <laughs> I don't. I mean, what we doing here, Shopping? What we doing? We should all be mature adults, but Nikki has been acting like a 10 year old for the last year and a half. You sure it's just a year and a half? Okay, well, since Cardi's rise, all her career, she's been incredibly immature, but but let's just, you know, hone in on the last year. (laughs) Nikki Minaj, Onika Mirage, Tanya Mirage, whatever your name is. You are incredibly petty, incredibly insecure, incredibly selfish. Boy. 
incredibly vindictive. Boy. I could go on with the adjectives. Keep going. Keep that same on. energy. But you know, I have other things to say. And <laughs> you spout all this nonsense about being a fake feminist and women empowerment and all this. And then why is it you've been somewhat dominating for the last 10 years and you just are just triggered and you shrivel up the moment someone else is getting some shine and you throw sneak disses, hide your hands, acting like, oh, why is Cardi coming to me? She didn't show me respect. Where was your respect for Lil' Kim? Where was your respect for Remy Ma? You switch up your energy, you, you, you flim-flop, <laughs> oh. and there's just no consistency. And that goes for your entire career. Consistency with your beefs, consistency with the way you handle other people, but also your own career. There's no consistency with your music, your videos, your performances. You still can't perform for shit, still, 10 years later. And yeah, here we are. So I'm glad this happened. And you think that it's gonna make Cardi look bad? We will forget that Cardi came at you badly by Monday. The main topic of this will still be the fact that you are, you like Eden said, you want the monopoly on the female rap landscape. Mm. And you're just gonna be seen, quite frankly, as a bitch. I don't, and that's facts are facts. Yeah. So that's my opinion. So you think that this is gonna work out for you, but it's really not. It's just further perpetuating the ongoing narrative that you are incredibly childish. I just hate the number one, like the female rap game. Um, I know that obviously we discussed labels and strategy and the industry has things to do with it, but I just wish it, it could be a good time. Like Nikki and Cardi, imagine them on a record. It could be good. Imagine little Kim, Nikki, Cardi, the new generation. It could have been good. Imagine Nikki and Cardi on tour rather than that fucking pedophile. hundred percent. Imagine like, you know, Malibu Mitch, Rico, all of them, they could all come up if the game just wasn't like that and they fought back against these labels doing it exposed the labels actually trying to do this and then just outsmarted them do you know what i mean it could have been a real moment and i think the met gala moment was even though it was a performative we all know it was a show but it would have it would have been a good moment for them to follow up from that mm -hmm. and i just also think you know cardi I, I respect her in the game for keeping that same energy she's not fake and i love that she you know, regardless of how it looks you know people want, want to call it ghetto and all that respectability politics warriors but I love that she kept that same energy. You know, Nikki, I don't F with you, actually. I watch you sneak dissing me and I'm going to pull up. So be ready. Don't come to the same function if you don't want it. You know what I want? I want another Moulin Rouge. Or Rouge. That's or what that said. Lady Marmalade, like, literally, we could have had that. We have the girls to I have that moment. That. Not, maybe not that no, no, song, but, but a unity yeah. kind of piece. So, like, I know of, what you mean. So I want, like, Cardi. I don't know if we can talk about City Girls anymore. Oh, or after this week. Oh, it's, yeah. I mean, they've. Oh, I don't know. They've both been. All right, so they have apologized. Yeah. yeah. Well, let me just say this. Forever. I want, but I mean, we've got I Rick want Ross a track anyway. with quite a few yeah, that's what I'm saying, like, just female rappers on it, and I think it would bang. I think we, we have, have the talent. Like, if we think about one, wait, what's her name? Um, Tiana Wack. Yes. Oh, she's sick. So if we have like Tiana Wack, sick. and then like say. Cardi, Cardi. I want some British ones as well. So I think Little Sims. I think Little Sims would be quite good Simsy, on something like that. Maybe even Lady Leisha. Actually, no. Lady Leisha can stay at home. Um, uh, she got a new song, Mr. Easy. Shop. She got a new song with Mr. Easy, and it bangs. Okay. She has the and she has the energy to be there. But I don't she, understand why shopping. But she can also stay at home. All right, let's have a different. Let's Miss Banks. Yes. Miss Banks. Let's move on to Miss Banks. Heavy. We're going off in a put respect on Miss Banks' name. Go play her stuff. And Lady Leisha. Lady Leisha. Not Lady Leisha. Little Sims. Come on, put some respect on your girl putting in work. Anyway, go on. All right. So, human. Oh, we we move the topic. I thought you were trying to. I thought you were trying to get a list of female. So that's Nikki done. Right. So Nikki is done. What's next? Um. 
I'll save this one for yeah. It's it's too sad to bring up right now, but um. We will go into the next topic. We go. So, Nas goes nuclear on Kelly. I, have nothing, I haven't seen it, guys. So. Um, literally. So, tell me what happened. <sighs> Yo. I know deep, about the abuse thing. Deep dark night on Thursday. <laughs> like, I, I think he was in his feelings. I don't know what triggered this. I think. Uh, yeah, I don't know what. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, what, know what. Was happened. there like something in court? Are they going they through must, a court yeah, process? I think they're right going now? through a custody battle. Yeah, a custody nothing battle. Publicly has happened. Of course. Yeah, nothing like newsworthy that, you know, between the two. But obviously, if you didn't know, the two dated, they have. A, well, married. <laughs> I know, but like, <laughs> they were together for a period of time. Um. Both obviously have successful careers, great people. Um, I'm not going to read every word, but basically Nas went on IG on Thursday night, I believe. Nas decided he was fed up. Nas decided he was, he was in his feelings. He had some Kavosia, he was drinking. He was in his feelings. And he's just praying to see his son, boy. Like he was just, this, this was spewed by his son. He wants to be a good father. He wants to go and just have the relationship with his son that he never, I mean that he had before, but that's turbulent right now. Um, he went into the fact that he actually didn't put his hands on, you know, on Kelly's, um, and he went into the fact that she's spiteful, that she apparently gave non-disclosure agreements to all their team in the past mm-hmm. so that they can't speak on her now and her bad vindictive character, apparently, um, and terrible, attitude, terrible attitude, jealous attitude. Um, I'm just trying to go through part three. There was like seven parts guys. Uh, yeah, Nas really gave us a nice Nas essay. gave us an essay, you know, capitalized God, all three letters of God. Um, the grammar wasn't the best, but I'm just the grammar wasn't the best. But you know, no, when you're in your he, bag, he, he acknowledged that himself. When you're in your bag, and Nas can he has the grammar, don't worry. But yeah, like, he's allowed. He's, yeah, he's allowed. He's a he's OG. Nas, come yeah. on. Anyway, I was always personally, to be honest, the main thing from this is that he didn't put his hands. He wants his kid back. And, you know, Khalees is a vindictive person, apparently, according to him, and NDA agreements and all that kind of stuff. So my thoughts, when she, uh, she first came out and said that he put hands, I kind of struggled to cancel him, number one, and struggled to kind of get my head around, was it one side? Like, I hate to do this, I really do. Oh, but Lord. like, I hate to do this, but just thought, did he put hands on her just without anything? Like context, like, you know, was it a, was it a completely one way thing you know and and it wasn't questioning i don't question all women i don't do that but it was just nas the type of character he is type of person obviously there's a public and in private persona but i just couldn't see it and she looks like the woman that can f- throw hands too like you know but and the woman anyway. that can provoke you and that can provoke you know but i'm not saying that's her fault regardless if it you hit her one night it's still his fault if she hit him they're still, you know, both can be victims. But in that case, I didn't think she was the sole victim, in my opinion. I think but it I was just, mutually yeah. toxic. Yeah, mutually, mutually toxic. toxic. And I'm not trying to put, make Nas feel like the good guy. They're both, they They're could both, both, yeah. They both were wrong. Wait, I just want to, I just want to add. Go though. for it. So this is slightly off topic with music. Yeah. But there's been a lot of talk lately on podcasts in general, but also on the news. Yeah. So obviously I know you watch Big Brother, Nick. Um, I didn't watch, but I know the context. So, you yeah, know, I know the context. About. Yeah, I know what we're about to so, oh, That stupid woman. Yeah, so oh, obviously, this, this white woman. We're, we're, I'm not going to go off on too much of a tangent. I'm, I'm going to make this as quick as possible. So, obviously, in the light of um, Khalees and Nas and um, the conversation around domestic abuse and 
who to believe and stuff like that. Personally, on my side, because of statistics, I will always personally believe the woman. I think that's what Chopin and Nick... I don't want to speak for them, but no, that's, that's no. I definitely me. believe there were instances where Nas could have hit her stuff, yeah. and I definitely believed her in that sense. But I didn't think it was just that yeah. in the relationship. So just to clarify, just to kind of add some context, because maybe you guys don't know about this, but there was something that happened on Big Brother recently. Um, so there was a, someone called Roxy. I don't know the name of the guy, and um, I'll get the name because like, he was. <coughs> in, he's what he's a soap. He was in Coronation. He's a, yeah, Street, he's in Coronation Street. Very um, prominent, and yeah, basically they were play fighting. And she made out like he physically assaulted her. <laughs> like he fully went in with like bangs into her shoulder. Just to interject, Ryan Thomas, if you guys want to Google it, it's Ryan Thomas, big brother, you'll get the, you'll cool. get the gist. And basically, obviously I don't want to spend too much time on this, but it, it just caught, kind of brought up a topic around um, liars when it comes to domestic abuse and stuff like that. And I think it's important to kind of look at domestic abuse right now, um, especially in the light of Khalees and Nas and obviously um, around the World Cup when the statistics came out about um, women who get abused when England lose and stuff like that. Um, I just thought it, was, it would be an interesting conversation to have quickly. What, the big brother thing? Yeah, like it's, a bit, it's weird, it's toxic. <clears throat> I feel like personally this girl has mental issues and I'm not trying to like put a bad light on people with mental health issues, but I think she's had a lot of experiences in her life because there was her the person that got bullied by her in school came out. I saw tweets by her and someone in the industry who had in dealt with her bad ways and like rumors and stuff. So she seems to have like a constant strain of uh, compulsive lying, small and big. And um, personally, I don't have time for her. I feel like she is a complete toxic woman. Get the help you need. Hope you don't get booked for um, a long time. No, a long no, time. No, anything. A long time. Because per anything. because personally, if a man does this and patriarchal society, we know male dominated world. But if a man did this, you need to keep that same energy if a woman does the same thing in terms of lying about stuff. Because he would be, his career would have been done in the UK. His goes, career would have been that done. That goes to my point. What she, what she did was very dangerous. Dangerous. And very damn, potentially very damaging. Yeah. This is a, a working actor. And even that, just even in the core of public opinion, like he can't, he, that could have potentially tainted his entire image, persona, even outside of being an actor. Uh, yeah. I would just question his entire standing as a man. And I just think in this world, you know, just to quickly interject, white women are believed a lot and this narrative happens with black men and white women and i'm not trying to bring listen to it but we kind of have to i feel like throughout history people have died over the rumors of not rumors rumors straight up lies, straight up lies straight you up know lying. speculation courts cases have been built on rumors and fake accusations and stuff and people have got lynched you know out here so this narrative very much reminded me of that dynamic although ryan thomas is not black but it reminded me of that dynamic and it was just it's quite can you imagine if he was black though uh, that's oh, what I was saying. That's the yeah. thought that came in my head. I thought lynching. There was a case. I forgot his name. Emmett Till. Emmett Till. That's it. The train incident. The girls. The, the white women that said they got raped. And oh, they, Central Park Five. Yeah, Central Park. Yeah, actually Central Park Five. And then they got later to she. She came clean, or they came clean. And, and they were like, in jail for how long? They were in jail for decades. For decades. Right. So we're going. To, we're going. Jail I know we are. I know. Oh, are we going? But yeah. So really in summary, in summary, it's quite dangerous. In that, yeah. that was dangerous. The big rub thing. Sorry about that tangent, guys. I thought it was just an interesting conversation to have. Um, I think we were going to talk about the rated awards next, right? Hundred percent. So, so yeah, let's rate. talk about women who are doing great things. Just quickly. 
do it. Just do your shout out. So I'm going to give a shout out to Ray Black. I love the song. I love her too. I love what she stands for. You love the new song? Run Run. Oh, okay. Which new song are you talking about? Yeah, Run Run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just confirming. So what? We'll, we'll come to that. So I love... See, here's the thing with Ray Black. I didn't get her to begin with. Me personally, I thought she was a good singer. She had a kind of um, a gritty tone to her voice, which I really liked. Yeah, it's interesting. And her subject matter was really relevant. But and I, her videos are very good as well. Conceptual, very, very conceptual. conceptual. But I didn't get her as like an artist. And I feel like I don't want to, I feel like she didn't really get herself. And this performance at the- Maybe our label didn't get her either. Yeah, exactly. Or I think team. she's always known who she is. Okay, that's fair enough. But me personally, from what I saw, I felt like she she wanted to know where she- Do you feel like there was like no cohesion in the releases and stuff like that? Is that what it was? And like each song was telling you something- you just didn't get the full picture kind of thing well i think it's hard for a dark-skinned woman to know where she's placed in the music industry okay because in the uk in the uk yeah which will lead on to the topic after this when we talk about estelle and her album 100 and stuff like that but i just want to say shout out to her because her performance was for me i would say the best performance on the night obviously kojo funds unfortunately his performance came to a standstill about twice because the elevator wasn't working yeah. oh it was working but the music wasn't working yeah um but just a shout out to her because choreography backup dances um the song i love she had a what's it called what's the earpiece called where the music is playing um oh god it's okay because there was, I was listening to the Halfcast podcast recently, um, which is a podcast that I love. And, um, Shout out to them. Yeah, Chucky was talking about how artists don't use... An, it's an earpiece. I can't remember what it's called. And the way it works is so you don't sing over yourself when you're... Oh, yes. Like well, the proper equipment. Yeah, yeah, I think that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In ears. Yeah, so yeah. most artists... You know when Rams had his performance mm -hmm. and um, he was like yelling over himself? <sighs> he didn't have his in-ears in. Um, but yeah I'm just gonna that's what I wanna say Ray Black was amazing I love her work now I understand what she stands for mm. um, and I love the message that she's putting out into the world right now just to speak about Ray Black as well I always knew she was a star in my opinion whenever I found out about her I think her Mobile Awards performance last year I don't get why there weren't more think pieces or like articles about her that performance because she killed it you know likes and notes <laughs> <laughs> like some artists in this UK need to get it the fuck together like honestly Speak and in trap it. I'm not gonna discriminate like US as well trap who needs get to your breath control who needs to work on it get your dances I said notes notes is already an example um, I would say pretty much half Definitely the people Rams. are on the MOBO Rams I don't really consider serious right now so we're good you know oh. um, Young okay. Bane can you know learn a trick or two um, but what I want to say is she's ready for the States you no, know Ray Black good. in terms of performance he wasn't good when I last saw him but yeah mm. Ray Black ready for the States the, the whole um, artistic direction in terms of staging voice always on point me and Chope went to a what was it the notion magazine party. notion magazine party still the same energy oh, you know what? you were abroad okay you were gonna come you were abroad. To uh, don't podcast. get mad anyway um ray black she's just so far ahead of her contemporaries and she reminds me of you know people who were just ready for the game like you know leona lewis back in the day in terms of staging you know alexandra burks artist development artist development when it was a thing the 90s it just reminds me of a full package um, musically, yeah, we need a we need a good body of she work. She needs stronger material. Bit stronger material. This is what I'm gonna say. So, her Havisham EP, incredible. What, I agree there. What was the second EP? Oh God. She dropped. Did she drop enough? She the did, one, didn't she? The one with um, 
um, 50-50. Oh, Amanda's, yes. Yeah, my, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever yeah, that yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. That was good too. Her most recent one. There was this, bas- basically, in the interim between that release and I guess where we are now, where she doesn't have an album out or an EP out, I can see already that her label is just trying to... Shanta Island, right? Is yes. it Island? Yeah. I can see already that her label and her team are just trying to water down her sound. Like, I don't know if you, heard, if you guys heard the Doing Me. Yeah. It's just... And it's a cool song. It's a cool song. But it's literally just such a... Because the UK has an idea of what soul music they is. Don't like to, they don't know how to deal with a black, a dark-skinned it's woman. Not, it's not even to do with that. In general, when it comes to soul artists in the UK, recently there's just kind of been like this archetypal sound of what soul means in the UK. Like you know, you have your Sam Smiths, you oh. have your Adele's, and you and even I just yeah. want to know why they're being considered as front runners, really, because something is not correlated and then we with even what go back to like Emmy Sunday, like who has great music too, but like people like call her like an R and B soul artist, and it's like she is the, the the elements are there. Primark versions, there, Primark but it's versions. very much it's very watered down. It's very um, safe. Yeah, very safe, very palatable to certain audiences, and it's and it's fused with like pop and adult contemporary um instances. And Ray Black had a song like that, and I was just like, "What are you doing? Like, that's not who you. It's not your lane. That's what I meant, though. She didn't know who she was. No, she did. But I think it's the people in control. No, no, but my point is that music before that, before she started getting representation, I think it's before management came in. Her her music yeah, that's what yeah. The people who are directing her now are definitely picking safer options. I now worry, and this run run song. I know you like it, didn't? I think it's I think it's incredibly mediocre. It's not a bad song, but it's very safe and it's very in that lane that you're trying to say. It's it's forgettable. Honestly, it's forgettable. The message isn't forgettable. Yes message but sonically musically you know in terms of like you know key you're trying to say anyone could kind of do that sort of yeah. have the same message yeah, but yeah, it's like, yeah, 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 yeah like yeah. of course I agree. but important message though I yeah agree. of course and she always does that and her, her visuals have always been striking and have, have been very um conscious leaning and i love her for that but she just needs strong material and i just really hope that whenever she's ready to put an album out like we're just gonna get an unapologetically for island get it together that's what we need to say well, well, you're gonna finish because things are different now. I don't think we need to look at Ray Black as someone that needs to be a singles artist. Mm. Yeah, you just give her an album. And I feel like half these labels album. are very obviously money making time. You can take your time to build a fan base. It's fine. Like mm. you don't need to be out here doing number one. Like it's cool. Like take your time, tour the whole country and Europe and international. Do your thing. And just, they need to really believe in you and invest in you. These labels don't do that no more, which is why I'm mm. leaning towards you don't need a label all the time. Well, I mean, just so we can talk about it as a whole, how did you think the rated awards I was going to go back to there, go on. In, what? Yeah, I was going to say, how did you think it went? Oh, so how do, okay. So I thought that the rated awards was an improvement from what I've seen before. Mm-hmm. Um... I, I'm trying to think of how to say this because it was good. I thought there's it was a but. Good. I can thought there's a but. And I no, I, I don't even think there is a but. I was really entertained, but there, okay, there is a but. There was something missing, and I don't know what it was. Maybe I just didn't feel like some of the artists were as enthusiastic about getting an award. Okay. So the the ones that I was like, wow, this means a lot to them is Ratman. Mm. He was mm, really mm. happy when he got his award. Um, That's kind of Shiro's story, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, also. 
Notes was happy as well. I mean, actually, yeah, probably I'd say overall people were happy. But I still feel like there's something missing from it. Obviously, there are a lot of technical issues. Mm-hmm. Mo the Comedian and Julie were perfect. Perfect. They held it down. All the technical things, they really just spun into action. 100%. They were perfect. Um, I'm just trying to think. Maybe we won't talk about... Yeah, let's not talk about what why it wasn't on Channel 4. Like the why stuff. shouldn't we talk about it? Well, it's, there's nothing that's confirmed. I yet. think it still aired. Actually, Ella December was like saying it aired like um, yesterday or something, but it's going to air at 11. So it didn't air on the TV on the day, but it aired. It was always going to air later on, but then people were speculating because of something. No, okay, so yeah. completely from air All right, so I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen any news of this, but that's because I've had like a online detox, detox at, the moment, yeah. at the moment. But from what I've heard... And from a few tweets that I've seen, someone like there there is a name, but I don't know if it's this person. I don't. Was it confirmed? What did they? That the person who got well, okay. Someone, so someone so got there was stabbed. an incident. So there was, yeah, an, there was incident. an incident. It was yeah. someone got stabbed. But there's a name that's out there at the moment. We don't know if it's that person. Let's so not do I'm, it. I'm well, we can confirm next week if yeah, like exactly. what happened. But, it's but yeah, very early something something happened at the award show, and because of that, they weren't able to show um, the rated awards on TV as far as what I've heard but okay. yeah, you said that yeah, you yeah, yeah. different I um, thought personally that um, before that even happened like I was kind of because people were tweeting before the show because I was at work and they were like oh yeah it's going to be on Channel 4 so I was actually like yes you know this is the year you know rated awards are actually on TV like we can actually start to really push it out there rock the boat um, and then I find out it's on Channel 4's YouTube and I'm kind of like what? oh okay. wait so it's not on it wasn't on... Did you watch it? No, it, well, I, don't, I think it was actually just aired online. Like, personally. Because oh. I think it was live online. So, like, I was under the... Uh, like, I was under the um, no, opinion same. that... Yeah, like, that it was going to be on TV. So, I was really, you know, going to actually watch it. All that kind of stuff. And then I had to just watch it on YouTube. I was kind of like, it's time. I feel like that's what's missing. The, I think, like, the scene... Not the scene. The people behind... Like, people who are approving shows on TV just don't take it as seriously. And then... Up, it's placed in the culture it's very casual it's very I think it's done a great summary of the year in our culture and it's the best award show in terms of getting that right I think mm. they got it 100% right um, with who was nominated to who won all of that and even the presenters as well on point better but I just Mobos. better than the Mobos for me okay. except for production val- except for production value I will say it's got potential. If it had the same budget, yeah. the same platform, all of that, I think it would have done better. I think the artist performances were way better than the MOBAs last year. As I said, Ray Black stood out. The only one this year was a bit of an improvement rated awards. Um, I personally just think that, um, I just think that they need to just, production obviously needs to work on and our culture need to take it more seriously. But I think this year was a big year for the people on social media starting okay. to like take it more seriously. But Go on, your point. Do you think it is the best representative of UK urban culture though? Do you really? Better than the MOBOs, yeah. They got it right. In terms, just, of the winners, kind of... in terms of the winner this year, I'm only saying this year, not historically, this year, I think they got it way right where the MOBOs Cause my not f- didn't get it right, but just they were more accurate. It was more like they were inserted in the culture more than no, the No, and I agree with that. Whole, Do you get it? Like, idea, yeah. But the UK urban scene, whatever that means, it's so much more though than what the rated awards champions. Like, 100%. Like, if, 100%. You're, if you are like, you know, embedded within that culture, like so when I was reading who won the awards, was nominated, it was, I was kind of like, yeah, this is exactly who I expected. But we have a bunch of 
UK urban acts who've done great things, mm -hmm. put out great projects, mm -hmm. but they're just not being represented. Like, it's literally is just an okay. award for the Grammys. Let me let me refine my thing. Yeah, okay. In terms, let me refine what I said. In terms of those pockets, the ones that were defined comparing to the Mobos, I think the winners were better. That's what I mean. Why yeah, no. the culture wise, I get your point. Yeah. There's more to yeah, I get it. I yeah, get it. I for get sure. It. But I just I just feel like so for instance, like there's a bunch of UK R and B artists that are doing amazing things. Why are they not being um acknowledged? R and B is ignored. We have a bunch completely. of great rappers in the UK who aren't grime artists. Yes. <laughs> that yeah. aren't being acknowledged. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, Denzel himself yeah. or Shailene. Yeah. Why aren't they being yes. yeah. represented? Yeah. Or Little Sims as well. Yeah. Like, they're not Simsy being it's just very life. much concentrated on grime slash Afro swing. That's mm. my only issue. It's very chart driven. Yeah. Or like not even chart but just streams. Yeah. That's it. Streams. That's that's like, the word stream driven. Even Mobo's in its day, in its in its good in its good yeah. days, yeah, 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 it yeah. was I felt it was more it was um widespreading. Yeah, it was yeah. better represent it was a better representative of what was going on in UK black um, yeah. culture. Like as far as R and B hip-hop yeah. dance hall jazz gospel yes that's why when you said your point initially i was thinking why do like the dance hall the you know actual reggae whereas the radio awards like it's literally just for a certain i feel like it's for a certain audience it's I a niche it's a certain it's, niche it's a niche to be fair grime daily do it so you know it kind of i think it's kind of more that side of the you know, landscape and that's, that's so you know point. if it is spearheaded by grime daily it's cool um but yeah, no, I get you. I just thought in the categories that can be comparable to the MOBO's equivalents, they did a better job at being who actually did good this year, if that made sense, or got recognition or success. I think, yeah, Rated Awards has its place, has a way to go. Uh, production value is the biggest standout, I would say, but presenters held it 100% together and I think they were super professional and they should have done the MOBO's, to be mm. fair. Just wanna say shout out to Ray Black for the amazing performance. Hopefully she doesn't go to the States. And just as a segue, we're going to talk about someone who went to the States, right? Is that where we're going next? Went to the States. We can go to Estelle. Estelle. Yeah. Do you yeah. want to go there? So we were having this discussion as we kind of Estelle was gearing up to release that album because about two weeks ago, up until two weeks ago, I didn't know she had a project coming out. Um, saw her DJ booth feature, really got interested into what single she had out. I, I, I did hear a couple songs before, but I didn't know the context of an album coming. Um, and I was just like, this girl does not get recognition as we said before we said it earlier um and it's a trend it's kind of a trend there's a lot of a conversation right now about um lma there's a conversation about little sims continuously obviously mm -hmm. every time she does something new um yeah and I, to be honest i see the i see the legacy there's not really love for a certain pocket it's kind of like your point about the mobo awards almost like there's only a certain cultural enclave that get recognition. Mm -hmm. And then the people outside of that pocket, you know, even the Shay Lingos, I think one of these artists did a thread um, the other day about how they only got offered like 3000 for a five album deal or something like that. One of these Shay Lingo kind of artists and- um, What? Yeah, like literally some real shit record label, like only a couple of grand for like a good couple albums. No, I meant what's a Shay Lingo kind of artist? Alter like alternative, like alternative uh, to so like- So basically a UK rapper okay. that isn't yeah. a grime artist. Yeah, isn't a uh, grime okay. artist, like a rap, a British rap artist. So like a Koji Radical. Yeah, yeah Koji Radical. It was him. I think yeah. it was Koji Radical. It was him. He was tweeting about this. And um, it's kind of like, if you're not, it's kind. Of, it's been going on for years, you know, even Avelino struggling to take off, you know, I think, Wretch 32 is the only one I can really... 
three. Oh my god, I'm such a bad person. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's the only artist that I can think of who's really spearheading his but I would own even movement. Say but is, even then, he's. I would even say he's like proper prospering like that. Though. Yeah, he's been struggling. Yeah, but like he's still he gets like industry. Doing... He gets like solidified industry love in a way that Little Sims doesn't get. Do you do know you, what I mean? Like think... street cred. Like he's out here like people know and he's had success before you but know what generally, I mean but generally Rich isn't like when you think about UK MCs you're gonna hear oh Skepta oh, no 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 no. I disagree go on I disagree it's, no in terms of who we like hold to a certain standard and we hold Rich there yeah, I feel, yeah in the conversations he always he does come up he is later on on the list he is but he always See, comes up point. He always he does no, but he or he did, does come up. I didn't say we didn't. I said we don't hold him to the same standard as someone like a skeptic. Yes, we do. A hundred. I feel like in his lane that yeah, like I feel like there's certain lanes and he he holds it for that. Do you know what I mean? Like skeptics there, then he's there. Nah, and he's holding it I don't down. think so. No. Honestly, and like I said, and I'm just saying this because like I said, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan of his. I think he's great, but. I just can't, you for me. Okay, to these youngsters, no. Yeah. To these youngsters, that, no. Like every, but to our age group and a bit old, older, definitely. Like the yeah, you know, later sure. twenties, tw- tw- yeah, twenty two, like twenty three. It's the the preeminent ones are. Wait, who's twenty two here? Me. Are you? you wait, yeah. you're younger than me. Yeah. I thought I was the youngest. Anyway, continue. No. Sorry. The preeminent sorry, ones. I used to be the youngest in the room. Sorry. The so preeminent ones are like you know. Don't worry, I've still my gigs, gigs, Skepta, Jamie. Chipmunk, like we really. No, are we? Are we gonna lie? Wait, go. What's Wait, say, your point? I had to. I had to. Pro- I was in something that mindset. I, I heard something wild in my ear. Wait, go. <laughs> Maybe I should keep quiet there. No, speak. Speak on it. Speak on I it. Said, you know, you have to say your point. Say. It. I said, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm saying this again. I'm not saying the UK doesn't respect Wretch. Okay. But what? That's point. I think. What I'm confusing is, I think within the culture we do. But I'm thinking of just general the UK music industry. So not, I'm talking about outside of urban communities, outside of black communities. Rich isn't held to the same standard as someone like a Skeptor or Giggs or a Chipmunk. Uh, the, the, no, the Giggs chip, is the even chipmunk losing thing is hurting me. I'm not gonna lie. And Chipmunk had to build his respect up. Yes, he did. He'd he been did. a loser but for a couple of years. Well, no, we're, we're, okay. we're acting mad right okay. now. No, as in like he went, no, hold on, let me break it down. Can went to the US, up? went poppy, lost his street creds, had to rebuild that up with the Bugsy Malone, all that fights. And now he's only back to that kind of, okay, we respect but, him again. But, but yeah, go on. You see my you know, wider what, point. In the general wider music industry, Rich does not get the same love as those names I just mentioned. So you're saying, okay. And we're talking about to us, to our people. So to the industry, you say that Rich isn't getting as much love as his Skepta or Chipmunk, so Chip, as he goes by now. Chip. Um, or who else did you say? Gigs. Gigs. I can see with Gigs because Gigs has hit a new level now. Like, I feel like... Godfather status, kind I, of. I, I, actually, I'm not going to say this for thing. Um, you can say it because... No, because you, I'm, not, I'm not sure on it. That's your say, thing. say your thing. You, you say your even, thing. You can even look it at... Because I, I think I know where you're going. What, that gigs over Skepta? That's what I was going to say. You think gigs is over Skepta? Right now, so. I think that... I don't... I have to think on this. Let me think. In terms that. of... what? What is it in terms in of? In terms of appreciation. Oh, and Dizzy as well. I can't forget Dizzy. Oh, yeah. Dizzy pioneer. Dizzy pioneer. In terms of appreciation, right now, I'm seeing gigs over Skepta. From our scene. Oh, you think? Oh, okay. Yeah. Just because... Um, okay. I know you don't... Dis- every time... I don't disagree. I, I see I'm more thinking exci- about it. Yeah, Ooh. well, I see more excitement for a gigs project than I do a Skepta. I agree with actually. It's because gig. Do you know what? gigs has, like, this iconic... Just voice attack... Like, attack to the persona. song. Persona. 
um, like mood to the song. Like there's just something that you, an experience that you're going to get with gigs. It's like, he's kind of the, people call him quality. the Godfather. The Godfather, he's there. Skeptor's the king, but like, you know, Godfather, like he's there. Like, you know, you're always going to shake his hand. Like you're always going to shake his hand. Where does Wiley come in this conversation? Where do you put Wiley? Wiley's, uh, I feel like Wiley's slightly different. Yeah. So Wiley's- he's Still there, of course, obviously. Wiley was the mold for some of these people. You think? Some of the new people that are coming out as well. In terms of, break it down. In terms, okay, obviously he's the godfather of grime. I feel like with Wiley, he's he's done really well at transitioning. Obviously he had a song with, uh, Miss D? Is that name Miss D? The singer. Um, it's called Aya Aya. Is it Miss D? Search it. It's good with a podcast. He had a great song with Shaka as well. Yes. That was a great Love song. Love And Numbers, oh, what's it? Numbers... In action, I think it's called. I, I love Wiley. I think Wiley's amazing. But I feel like it's a slightly different game now. And um, Definitely a different the game. The younger lot are looking up to different people. But yeah. Wiley yeah. definitely pioneered the scene. I feel like, um, obviously, without Wiley, Chipmunk wouldn't be here. Or he would have yes. he would have had to work slightly harder. Yeah. And come in a different way. Yeah. Um, wouldn't have the same safety net. Yeah. But can we take it back to the Estelle thing quickly? Yeah, yeah sorry. We, yeah, we're we, tangents, man. Yeah, go on. And this kind of goes back to my point, like how we only focus, we think UK urban culture is a proxy for grime and hip hop culture over here. Like we have a massive history of great singers here. Like, and I'm going to go back and say, Floetry, they were arguably the first British artists to realize, okay, this place isn't for us. We have to leave now. To the point mm. where people think Marshall Roaches is American. Whenever it's you, true. Whenever you think, when you, whenever you Is she from Birmingham? She's from South London. Is she? Her accent is wild. Wait, she okay. was born in Birmingham. Okay, that's was, what, okay, she was that's raised right. in South London. Okay. But no, whenever you hear her mentioned, whenever she does something, people assume she's American because she's really made a so place inserted. For her. In she's the made a place for herself. Not even just as an artist, but also as an in-demand songwriter and producer. Yeah, like she's worked with Dr. Dre and Charlie Wilson and mm. Nia Baker. Like, and she, the thing is, that is how you do it. Sometimes you got to go there and grind and be that person. You got to be the song man. Oh, sorry, South London. I knew she had an accent. I'm crying. She's no, but she, no, no, but she's born, no, but she was she was raised in South London though. I interviewed her. Every artist got to have their bit of uh, South London her? in it. Yeah, twice. <laughs> Raw, look at him plugging. Look, look, look on him. Look. Oh, all right, plug the article. Yeah, man. I interviewed in Marsha Ambrosius twice. Your uh, music, on what? On what? On your music, my world. You can go check it out. Okay. Um, what, did they just search Shopee? No, it's a Marsha Ambrosius interview. Your music, my world. Do your thing. But you know, do your um, thing. She, ha they had to leave, and then if you look at someone like Daily, Daily had to leave. There just wasn't a place for him here. And but even Daily, like, Daily's still trying to make like it. Like, still, it's so no, sad. But, no, but Daily is is arguably working. No, it's still a better market for him. It's, it's still a better, better market, market but he still had to do the amount of work. It's long. But what's his excuse? I don't know. Because to be fair, okay, let's let's talk frankly. I know. You're let's say, go on. He's I know what you're there. Say, listen, I know exactly listen, what you're listen. And I'm glad you said this because I have the I have the rebuttal. Because of what white privilege all we want, and it's, it's not even white privilege. I'm just saying that he had, the, he could have tried different sounds and found what what it was. Because you know? when it comes to people like Sam, Adele, and the fake soul singers of our generation, uh, <laughs> <laughs> woo! I hope there's no Adele fan. I mean, Adele fans here listening. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Anyway, they're making what I call gentrified pop soul. You right? That's what they're making. It's a Starbucks. Daily is it's a prep. Daily and Jordan Rakai. Hate guys, Daily, Jordan Rakai. Jameis saying they're making legitimate they're basically making music a black artist would make 100% and then the UK already has an issue with R&B and so anyway 
So just because you're white, you would assume because you're white, it should be okay. Mm-hmm. But the UK still does not know how to handle UK R&B style if it's not from an American. And if it's you, not, if it's not adult contemporary it's enough, not adult contemporary if it doesn't lean to the boring Sunday dinner yeah. kind of song. The only, the be. only um, exception is Sade. That's the only exception. Yeah. She's not. And she, even then that was a blueprint. That was, and even thing. then, like she obviously has sold many records over here. Yeah, like she is a respected yeah. woman. But that took that she, took a while. I, no, off bat, she was blew up. Diamond Live with like total ten million albums. No, but in terms of her name having respect on it, like that. In terms of gaining the hits, yeah. But in terms of like it being its own, oh yeah. Form, do you know what I mean? And like, even now, we're still struggling, like you said, to f- have like, that. The only continue. person we can really say is Sade, and even then. I would would be I I do think her blowing up in the states also helped yeah to balloon back into how she's received over here yeah you have to blow to then be loved here and yeah. people to go I was listening to you you weren't listening to shit yeah so like, listening to shit Daily and Jordan Jordan Rakai's people like them Joss Stone's another one like Joss Stone mm, for a while was doing quite well but speak on it man she kind of fell off after a third album which and she's made and Joss Stone makes incredible music still to this day still mm. makes great music but she also had to go to the states she hasn't yeah. really been a big name in the uk for a good 14 or so years yeah it's been a while she works mainly in the states mm. and it's like this is exactly what rafael sadiq nas damien marley like she's also inserted herself okay. over there okay. so with estelle yeah. let's bring it back Sorry. to estelle <laughs> i was gonna bring it to you Eden. What, what do you think about um what's happened with estelle her respect over here, if she has any street cred, all of that. Um, street cred. You know, it's a term, street cred. Um, and what, what she's done while she's over the States. What, what, do you, what do you think about it all? Can I start by talking about the album? Yeah. Please someone's, put respect on that album. All right, let me just, someone's daughter is catching a baby to this album. Wow. 100%. Because wow. this album is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, it's an album that is needed because everything's been sounding really... Um, Samey. Samey. Generic production style. Exactly. And this, boring. I mean, the song better, like, I was bopping to it. Why does this restaurant keep calling? Sorry. Um, <laughs> detours, guys. Detours. Um, sorry, sorry. Um, what was I saying? What was I saying? Estelle, oh. Better. So, Better is one of my favourite tracks on there. So, Better um, starts quite upbeat and then towards the end there's like a drop and then there's like, I don't know, I just love I just love the album I can't even speak on it because I was listening to it on the station whilst I was waiting for certain people to get to the station okay put, put names you can put names I, say uh, their names or keep on the playground boy <laughs> boy um, shout yeah. out to Monique anyways <laughs> was his name Leonard oh man <laughs> Leonard Leonard <laughs> but yeah Eden's trying to drop some shade alright so just quickly because I realise that we've We've been on for quite a while. Right, we probably on, rambled on, quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, But um, Estelle, I think she's amazing. I don't think her story's been told that well. Um, mm. I think there's a bit of an issue with the way she's been presented to us. Back in the day, Estelle used to be the person that a lot of, I will say it, black men used to make fun of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yep, 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 Estelle yep. was quite yep. ugly. Estelle was quite dark. Yeah. Um, she's I, lucky she came just before Twitter, to be fair, because it would have been a situation. I think, I think Estelle's buff. She's got her own I think look. She's very attractive. 
She yeah, she had obviously she said she went to I think she had braces at some point or whatever. But that's you know, we like, all we all have fucked up teeth, I had fucked up teeth, you know. But like that's it. even saying that, I think she's a very attractive woman. And I, she's just a beautiful black woman doing it. It's also because she wasn't typically feminine. Yeah. So aside from yeah. the, the dark skin, yeah. her being quote unquote ugly and all she's yeah. also whenever you're a female rapper anyway, you're always gonna be pegged under as being masculine or manly unless you do the hypersexualizing yeah. and she wasn't doing that and i think little sim gets a bit of that too she younger, does younger may gets does. that anyway because she's a lesbian anyway yeah but it's sort of that too she's not because no matter who you are if you're a female artist no matter how much talent you have you always they have want to, to see that element you have of... to be seen as desirable yeah and sexy and it still didn't have that and i do think that also played into but, she, but her first album did well though yeah but in a nutshell, and she did have street cred at some point here, a little bit. But now you mention that, I, I think even our community don't really give the Estelle the respect. I feel like, I feel like we don't really. Well, us three, yes. But I feel like, in general, our community doesn't really know what Estelle has done for the community. Mm. Well, for, let's, well the there was a bit. I, th- I do remember I before like was, social media, before when um she blew up American with Kanye, Boy. American Boy. There was a bit of like love back but then people didn't realize the context and what album she done and all that kind of stuff it's not even just that because before like when i was listening to her album i decided to research her properly because i didn't know a bit about estelle but i didn't know a lot about her but her story is really interesting yeah so like just to give kind of like a quick introduction to estelle properly because i feel like a lot of people know from american boy but she grew up in quite a secular home. It was quite Christian, so she couldn't listen to anything that was outside of gospel music. Yeah. But her granddad listened to like reggae, hip hop and stuff like that and kind of introduced her to like all of these artists. Yeah. And um, she just, one day she decided she wanted to start singing and her friend kind of just put her on stage and was like, sing. And then she just went on and on and did like different shows and stuff like that. Mm. Decided to go to LA, saw Kanye West in a restaurant yeah. and went up to him and yeah. was like, I want to meet John Legend. So she met John Legend and then John Legend decided to sign her. Yeah. And yeah. So Remember like, that. if you think Keep about- Keep that same energy. I no, love but it. but think about that. Love it. Because when I think back to artists- John Legend's very instrumental in the- in I just love how passionate she was. But when I love I, it. But when I think about artists going up to- Not artists, but when I think about unsigned artists going up to like all these big artists and stuff like that, like those videos of people going up to Kanye West and rapping to him on the street, like Big Sean, for example, that the way he started and stuff like that. You've got to rate the people who actually do that Mm. and actually show results afterwards like American Boy I think her first album didn't do too bad either as no. well no. But she wrote off the back of that it was good yeah exactly yeah. so I think I think if more people knew the story of Adele oh, st- sorry Estelle, Estelle I always it's yeah I know, yeah I know I know I know we were discussing both if more people knew the story of Estelle she would get more respect mm. and I feel like maybe it's her I, I don't want to blame her team but maybe her team need to do more work around the way they kind of present her. Do you know what it is? You it's like, do you know what point. it is? It's a, it's a similar thing to Jay Sean, isn't it? Like when he went over, they kind of... <laughs> I know you're looking at me weird, but I'm going to make the point. When she went over to the States, it's kind of like they became... In- <laughs> what? I'm going to let you rock. Let me rock. They went insular, you know, the labels kind of kept them over in the States and like Estelle would only fly back for like a couple of days. I remember one time she was back for like three days and then went back to the States and did all that and just stayed in the States doing her thing out there. And I think even in the States, she hasn't done amazingly well with the last two albums either. So I think it's a case if they become insular, try and 
do that. She has a more loyal fan base over there. She does, but she she's has, still not. She no, but it's still not. But there. it's still not the same. Like she's still not doing consistently well over there in no, terms of results. Let's be real. But yes, I think she is more acquainted to the US audience in the UK right now. And but there's even I think, other artists in the US. Yeah, people. She's a respected. No, she's got the name. The leg. Yeah, it's kind of like Little Sims. The name is there. You know, respect. The name carries the weight. The name carries weight. She can do performances and all that kind of stuff. But I think they became insular. Like when Jay Sean went over, just very insular didn't really tell the story. And even Jay Sean, we don't really know his story like that and what music came after his big hits when he first went out, out there. So I think you're right in that point where we need more storytelling, whether that gets received or not by the UK, that is a different story. But I'd love to know that's more a pre- about that's, Estelle. That's a, that's a press issue. The editorial with that's, DJ that's Booth, for instance, that is a press and issue. That's a press issue. And someone who coming from someone who does work in press, I think Eden, that's a, an excellent idea. I do think whoever does her PR, they need to start servicing and pitching more stories that kind of do um somewhat of an ev- like kind of that details her evolution tell and, her story and fully um i don't know position her as a heritage artist and kind of you know show what she's done so yeah. i don't think people look at her as just american boy but i do think that eden makes a good point that's something that her Shine, team needs more. to consider a lot more records for her but yeah, we'll move on. The Estelle issue is a prevalent one and it involves a lot of other artists in the UK. But we're going to move on to our last news topic. Bobby Brown. Uh, the biopic came out via BET this week. Uh, it was a two-parter and it was made by the same team as the new edition story, which it was... look like it. Well, which was received quite well. Um, my thoughts on it real quick, I think... A lot of people got to know the Janet Jackson story, uh, which a lot of people didn't know, which was a shocker for a lot of people. Um, I feel like, yeah, it was kind of a place marker in the film, but I think it just was a drama piece. It didn't need to be in... It was a little filler drama piece just to add some kind of, you know, talk on Twitter. It was kind of that. shock value. Yeah, it was shock value. It was shock value. It didn't need to be in But um, overall, I think, you know, the biggest person that missed out, I've said this to so many friends, group chats, Twitter, whatever, I think that Bobby Christina went through it. Obviously, we all knew, but actually watching it was a different kind of tale. And it was really sad to see that, you know, her grandparents on both sides did not intervene. Mm -hmm. You know, no Mm -hmm. one intervened. It was all a money making thing, making Whitney seem like the angel. Uh, you know, and even when she went to prison, you know, Whitney went to the coke all over again. And, um, you know, at that point, um, you know, no one stepped in for Bobby Christina. She was a baby at that point. She was like growing up, all that kind of stuff, formative years. Um, it's really sad that they died in such short spaces of time of each other and that Bobby Christina was seeking love. And to get back to her family again, um, I think as the whole film and the production value and stuff I think it was a darker tale obviously because it's focused on one person and it was a darker story but then the new edition story I think the cohesion was a bit all over the place I think I liked it but it wasn't as good as new edition it didn't give me that instant I need to watch part two but I still watched it to get context but um it wasn't terrible there's been other biopics on other like lifetime and stuff which have been terrible um, the bits about Whitney and Bobby in the end, the 20 minutes, the last 20 minutes were rushed. Um, yeah, and I left, I just kind of left it feeling quite 
empty, like not in a deep way, just quite empty. Like I wanted a bit more underwhelmed, maybe uh, just a bit empty. Thought about Bobby Christina for a bit, but just, yeah. The new edition made me feel like I can trust BET with biopics, but. That was so good. I'm not that was so sick. Was it could have really been in good. cinema, bruv. Like they should have made it, it was so good. Mm. But um, they did it so well as well. The three part was, you know, was it four parts, three parts? Three parts. Three parts. Three parts. Yeah. yeah, perfect for it. But um, yeah. Overall, BT could have done better, but um, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't amazing. But I guess it leads to the question, do you think Robbie needed a movie? Don't know. I feel like they maybe tried to capitalise on the new edition success and wanted to get into that Bobby again. has his own particular story. But me watching yeah. it, um, so I do love Robbie Brown, love new edition, and I was really excited for this, for this movie, but watching it, I too also felt quite underwhelmed i just kind of felt the way it was structured the way it was pieced it was jumping too quickly like within the first 10 minutes we're already yeah the first bit was we're, very we're, jumpy we're, but we're already in the peak of his career within yeah. the first 10 minutes of the movie yeah like, i thought like we could explore his childhood more because he keeps having like you know when he has like the flashbacks of his childhood but like yeah. that was only five minutes it didn't connect really. it didn't connect and then the new edition did really well with the child formative years i do really feel well. like the actors chosen to play certain actors was questionable like i don't know who LA reading babyface was that was not <laughs> that looked nothing <laughs> like them height difference no proportion like it was, was, yeah it was that mad. really was not LA reading babyface yeah. at first I thought Whitney was a bit questionable but she did it well in the end I think her mannerisms not looks didn't look nothing like her but like in terms of the mannerism she got it she got it she did get it quite for BET I she think got it right she was in and out for me when, she would be really good sometimes yeah. like oh you really did you really did yeah. channel Whitney Especially when she sung in the um, was it Bobby's mum's funeral or something yeah, yeah she did Whitney and yeah that was Whitney the being Bobby Brown the reality show she yeah had, she had I watched the clip side by side because they're on YouTube Bobby Brown's little reality show I watched the clip side by side she did she well. had that that was point. that was on point but in general I feel like they could have chosen another actor um, I'm saying it again, the Jack Jackson thing was completely unnecessary. And I can know, I guess I know why it was there because it would be good to talk about, you know, it would be good to get, you know, it's a PR strategy, like, oh, tabloids. Yeah, s- Janet s- responded, they got what they wanted. Sorted news. But overall, I just feel it was okay, but I would have just rather um, maybe an in depth documentary or I'll just go read his book. Yeah, his book. Yeah, I've heard good things. He we didn't necessarily, it was okay though. So yeah, yeah, guys, that is the roundup of what happened this week. A lot more has happened, but those are the biggest topics today. Let's go back to Eden. Um, Yeah, I just wanted to add, I didn't say anything during that because I haven't watched it. So when I watch it, I might have something to say. I mean, at least all of the biopics and stuff like that are better than the um, Michael Jackson one with... Oh, what's wow. his name? Flash. Oh, can we not? Can wow. I don't even need to... I don't even know Flash. Flex. Uh, yeah, that's Flex. Can we just not... Uh, but, um, nah, they've improved nah, since nah, then. Nah, or the Aaliyah biopic. But guys, the Aaliyah go biopic watch that. was trash. No, go watch the Michael Jackson it was one because it's hilarious. Man. It's the Aaliyah jokes. Lifetime biopic was trash. It's got a light skin going. Just called her Aaliyah. Like, oh, man. But yeah, guys. Um, I think that's it, guys, right? Yeah. Cool. Well, guys, thank you for rocking right to the end with us. Pardon? Mac Miller. Oh, oh, oh. Wow, wow, we almost forgot. All right, so I think the reason I forgot about this is because it touched me. Yeah, no one wants to think about it. Yeah. PTSD. So what I'm going to do, obviously, I'm going to edit this, um, but we're going to add a Mac Miller song at the end of this. Obviously for copyright reasons don't sue us but we're not we're only going to put like 10 seconds or something like that um but obviously unfortunately mac miller was found 
dead yesterday. So yesterday being Friday. Friday. Friday the 7th. Yeah, Friday the 7th. He overdosed. Um, and I mean, for me, that was really sad <sighs> because I grew up, I grew up with Matt Miller from the beginning. Um, obviously, around the time of currency with Khalifa, um, yes, yeah, so all of these yeah, artists. Man. That era Throwback. was really good because it was like it was like the fun era of rap. Lupe yeah. Fiasco, yeah, like <laughs> my bad. Um, <laughs> but it was like um, it was the fun era, and it's a shame because all of these stories that are coming out about Mac Miller, his progression in music as well. You could see that he was trying to be different. He was making an effort with his music. He was actually really good on piano as well. I didn't know that. Yeah, really talented. Really, really like there's a video of him singing um, "Isn't She Lovely" by Stevie Wonder. Oh, really? And it's yeah. actually not bad. It's all right. But yeah, I mean, from all three of us, um, we just want to say R.I.P. to Mac Miller. Yeah. Thank Massive you. Rest in peace. Yeah. Thank you for being what should be a ally because you managed to not say the N word in any of your songs which we can't say about all white rappers, unfortunately. <sighs> um, but also, you, you were... You managed to have a genuine respect... For the culture. For the culture. And, every and can single- I just say, for yeah. everyone, I've seen a lot of tweets in the last 24 hours, the amount of people that he's healed or been a healing component to, depression-wise, mental health-wise, suicidal-wise, like, thoughts, suicidal thoughts-wise, um, I just have to commend you, man. Like, I hope you're somewhere in heaven just... Yeah, man, it's it's a sad one. It's it's, yeah. a, it's a really sad one, and it, it, it yeah, I almost didn't go out last night because of it. It was just it's really yeah, it really sad. touched me. Really sad. But if you are struggling with drug problems and stuff like that, make sure or at least try to reach out to someone. Um, it isn't worth it at the end of the day. I know it's hard. It's not. It's much easier for me to say because obviously I'm not going for a drug addiction or anything like that. 100%. And when you're not in the situation, it's much easier to comment on it. But we're losing too many great people. Um, it's a shame he was 26 years old so much to so live. young so, so young life so to young, young. Um, but yeah guys I'm gonna end it on that so thank you for rocking to us right to the end obviously it's our first episode um, I had fun I hopefully yeah, yeah. good, just good time yeah. great time third time rocking I'm gonna include it Shofi I'm sorry it's the third time rocking we finally got it to the end <laughs> um, yeah man so just gonna end this by saying thank you for listening uh, check us out on all our social medias but for this podcast we can find us on that's pod so it's d-a-t-s-p-o-d mm-hmm. that's on instagram twitter soundcloud and when we figure out spotify and apple music we'll be on there as well under the same moniker wait on it wait on it but individually this has been eden aka eads you can find me on Twitter at Eads McKenzie. That's E E D S, and then McKenzie spelt like the terrible T-shirt brand that used to be around. Wow. Oh my God, McKenzie! Back in high school, my mum bought me all the McKenzie shirts. Mate, Mate continue. They... <laughs> <laughs> continue. So you've been rocking with Nick too. Um, I'm Mr. Scott on Twitter and Nicholas Tyrell on um, IG as well. Wait, you said I am Mr. Scott? Yes, yeah, so oh, I am. M R S C O T T. Okay. On Twitter. And lastly, this is Shopper. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Shopper Showerton. So that'll be S O P E S O E T A N. Cool. Also, check out their articles. Um, Nick writes for Lost Culture Thank and you. Discover New. Discover New. I finally got it. And Chope is all over the place. <laughs> Out so. here doing madness, <laughs> all right? I'll let him just kind of say where he is at the moment. Um, well, you can check out my, my newest piece. I have a 
an interview with Shayla and Gold Wonder Magazine. You can check it out. I did a piece on African fatherhood in my personal medium account. And um, yeah, I'm working on a very ambitious project right now. So you're we excited. You interviewed good. Steph London and um, yes, oh, did wow. you, Steffi? Yeah, you interviewed Steffi too. I interviewed okay, Steph, Steph London for Ooh. that great juice last year. You can check that out also. Oh, you, that was your feature. Yeah. Come on, come <laughs> on, come on. So All right, but um, yeah, we're ending here. Just want to give a quick plug for myself. Do your thing. So obviously, this podcast is sponsored by Squat Studios, it, which is a recording studio marketplace. We're currently in conversation with Apple, trying to get our app on the App Store as soon as possible. But the way it will work is you want to find a recording studio where your people, you download the app on iOS and you will find the nearest recording studio to you. So you can start your own podcast, make your own song, create whatever's in your head. Um, but yeah, also shout out to Square Suite Studios shout for out. giving us the space. Amazing people. You can find them on Square Suite. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> You can find them on Square Suite News on Instagram or Square Suite on. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do it at the end. Don't worry. It'll be in the bios. It'll yeah. be in the description. Everything will guys. be in the bio. But yeah, thank you for rocking with us, guys. And until next time. Said I could stick around a hundred more